0: lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 130 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And my beautiful guest today is Sherry Jeb. And we talked about loving the skin you're in and the journey getting there. But just before we jump into the episode, I am thrilled to announce that I will be part of the Love the Skin You're In Women's Free Empowerment Series hosted by Sherry. And the series will take place from February 9th to the 13th. And this is 2023. And she's bringing over 15 industry experts uh, from various fields all around the world to really come together to educate, inspire you, and help women create change. Women that want to learn how to love your bodies and accept themselves exactly as they are. She's bringing in experts in skincare, body image, body acceptance, weight release, that's me, relationships with yourself and others, plus so much more. I am so looking forward to this event, and I really want to extend an invite to you. So if you want to learn how to feel more comfortable, confident, and happy in your own skin, you're not going to want to miss this empowerment series. All you have to do to register, and this is completely complimentary, all you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash love the skin, all one word, and you can grab your ticket. We're gonna put the link in the show notes as well to make it super simple for you to register. Let me introduce you to Sherry. She and I talked about really that beautiful journey that she took of getting really comfortable with herself, accepting her herself, releasing so much trauma from her past, and getting into a place of self-forgiveness and self-compassion. This is an empowering message. It is such a beautiful conversation, and I'm really, really grateful to have her on the show sharing her experience and her learnings with you. So let me properly introduce you to Sherry. Sherry is passionate about teaching women in midlife how to build a strong foundation so they can thrive and flourish in the middle years. Her foundational approach is built on moving, breathing, and thinking in a way that helps women experience a stronger, mobile body, calmer mind, and a positive mindset. Sherry is the owner of the Healing Place Yoga and Pilates Virtual An in-person studio and the pioneer of the online mindful midlife program for women. Here is Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to the show. I am very pleased to have you on the podcast today. Welcome. Thank you so much, Juliana. It's wonderful to be here. Oh, likewise. And I'm very excited about our conversation today about loving the skin you're in. This is such an important topic. And I'm really excited to hear your take on it. And just before we jump in, I always like to ask my guests, how do you define confidence?
1: Confidence for me is loving the skin I'm in. <laughs> yes. Um, Not being afraid. Um, stepping of myself that wants to grasp life and run with it. And um stepping into my purpose for sure. And um yeah, just feeling really good in my skin. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is such a,
0: a beautiful and very profound concept. And you know, we're gonna have the whole episode <laughs> on that. But yeah. by define to me, like what in our audience, what to you does it mean to really love your own skin
1: oh that's such a big question you know and and a great question and a journey that has taken me decades Mm -hmm. um so really loving myself is really about acceptance and um just really love it treating myself with love and respect Mm -hmm. and just really um Feeling good in the skin I'm in without judgment.
0: Yeah. And if you look at your story, like where did it start? I know it's a journey, like you said. So what were maybe like the major milestone or the collection of that really started to shift it? How you looked at yourself and how you basically took care of yourself.
1: That happened in my later years, for <laughs> sure. Um, Through most of my life. Um, I come from you know dealing with a lot of childhood trauma Mm -hmm. and through that developed the coping mechanism of an eating disorder Mm -hmm. and you know dealt with that for many decades really honestly not even really knowing just knowing I I wasn't enough um, or I didn't feel like I was enough there was something wrong with me and you know and then starting to realize through different modalities, through therapy, through yoga, um, through meditation, that you know, I was enough. And that I was okay exactly as I was, and you know, really working on not judging myself. Right. You know, there there came that shift where honestly. I just got tired of fighting. I mean, an eating disorder is like a warm blanket mm-hmm. right? we We wear that warm blanket and and when we're in that, we we feel safe and and it's a coping and and control, yeah, um, that that we create, right, to right. to deal with what's going on in our world. And at first, when I went into recovery of that, I felt really, really lost. Mm. I, I really, I was so lost. I didn't know what to eat, what was rules I had made up in my head. And it was just um, a scary time, a lonely time, a time of shame. But as I was in therapy and really started to unpack it and really add an element of forgiveness and realizing that, you know, this was how my body, my brain, my mind coped with this trauma starting at 10, 11 years old. And I was just a child. And my body was just trying to protect me. And, you know, um, there was a real shift for me when I started to forgive myself and realize that, you know, I really, I had really, you know, I, I was just a child and it served me well, or at least I thought it did. And then it no longer served me. Mm-hmm. And so how to let that go and move forward. Wow, that's beautifully said, Sherry. And one of
0: the things you. you mentioned that I think is so important to highlight is the fact that so many women get to this place that they don't even know that they were doing things to protect themselves, right? It becomes such an innate coping. It's almost like Mm -hmm. the the strategy is just so ingrained in who we are. (laughs) But then there's like tipping point, like you said, that it feels okay. The strategies don't work anymore. They're not serving the purpose. And I think that's the tipping point when you're ready, right? But also something you said that I think is really valuable is the importance of seeking community and working with someone else, right? Like you said, like Mm -hmm. through therapy or whatever modalities that I know you explored many because Mm -hmm. a lot of times it is this external uh, perception shift that helps us see things differently that within ourselves, you just feel so lonely. So I think those are very beautiful, but also very important (laughs) messages Mm -hmm. for women to hear, right? As they're starting their own journey. Now, for your tipping point specifically, when you felt, I know you said you felt really tired, right, of his mm-hmm. this way. Is there anything specific that you can think of that was kind of like the last drop in the bucket that just really shifted things for you? Or was it more like a gradual shift for you?
1: I started to heal a lot of the trauma that I had gone through. At that point, I was then, I was... When I turned 50, I drew a line in the sand and I just said, no more. I'm not going to drag this baggage behind me anymore. I'm 50 years old now. I'm, you know, I've already dragged this along for four decades. Yeah. How much longer do I really started with the mantra, try something different? Just mm-hmm. try something different. You know, um, if this doesn't work, you can always go back. You know that that works that that calms you, but you know, let's try something different. Mm. And that was big for me. Um just, you know, I remember being stressed at one point and heading to the to the back room and and I'm gonna open the freezer because I know what's in there, right? Mm-hmm. And on my way back, I just went, okay, Sherry, stop. Because now there was this awareness. And I wasn't in in a fog anymore about you know, because you would be in that fog, right? Well, before you know it, you're there, or you've flown the cover to open and, you know, you're just there, right? Because you need that calm. And, and there was an awareness piece there. And I'm like, nope, stop. There's Try something different. Mm. Just try something different now. And, you know, let's see where it takes you because you already know where this is going to go. And for me, you know, that that whole eating disorder, you know, with the food, with the over exercising. Um, trying to find balance there. And of course, in the profession that I had, um I was a full-time trainer mm-hmm. and um, a fitness instructor. You know, it was okay to count calories. It was okay to portion everything out. you know, it it was it was just totally okay to restrict, as a matter of fact, expected. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, a lot of pressure in that way. And uh, but when I decided, you know what? I'm going to try something different. That that helped me. It really did.
0: Wow. Something is sad that I love so deeply. I actually got a little emotional over here. <laughs> I no. know nobody can see me right now, but uh, it, it happens every time it really hits my heart. Um, no. So I will highlight what it was. <laughs> but, yeah. but I heard you say that I think it's so incredible is the concept that, yes, it's scary, right? When we are Stepping out of that comfort zone of who we believe ourselves to be, but what he said about I'm gonna try it differently, but calming the mind by adding, and we can always go back to the old ways, even if we have no intentions of. <laughs> but I thought yeah. that was so powerful because yeah, then it doesn't feel as scary, right, to try something yes. new and different. And I think that is it's one of those subtle but very magical tiny little shifts that can make such a profound difference so thank you for saying that I could think that in my life as well like You're in welcome. other areas and how this applies as well in terms of maybe my workaholic <laughs> tendencies and things like that and it's like yeah. yeah you know it's not working the same anymore in this phase of my mm-hmm. life trying something new is scary can I always go back right so that's right that's
1: it's it's a I think it's a permission piece That's how it played out for me. It was was a permission piece. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk
0: to you about that you mentioned earlier is the whole concept of self-forgiveness. And I know that's a big Mm -hmm. topic, (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but it's such a, I'd say, core piece of everything, right? Like coming for Mm -hmm. yourself, coming to this place. So define to us first, like how do you see or understand
1: self-forgiveness? Acceptance. For me, understanding that I did the best with the tools I was given at the time. Yes. And I cannot look back in time at my past through the lens of skills that I have now. Mm, Yes. But I must look back at where I was at that point. And when I started to do that, there was just a very deep understanding. Okay. I understand that. Also in work with my therapist, Uh you know, um, just coming back to, you know, you did the best you could with what you had. Yeah. And, and when I started, when, when I could start forgiving myself, it really helped me develop self compassion. Right. right. Like I would have for anyone else, but didn't have for myself. Mm-hmm.
0: That is very beautiful. And it's very true, like what you said about look and like hindsight is 2020, right? Like, and yeah, exactly. And there to that young version of us <laughs> that mm-hmm. underwent without having. Imagine the bag the amount of tools you have now, right, versus yeah. what you have when you're 11 years old, and you know. So I, I think that is such a a special thing you mentioned, and it's true. And putting yourself back in those shoes and just accepting, and I think that's true for everybody. Like we've done the best we could with the tools we had, right? I think it's exactly big part of human nature, but yeah. we judge from today's perspective, <laughs> which is quite yeah. a fair comparison, right? Looking back. Yeah. So for somebody, Sherry, that is, you know, hearing what you're saying, really resonating with it, and they have their own set of, let's just say, traumas or experiences, and they have not been able to self-forgive yet. What would be a good starting point in your, um,
1: from your experience? I want to say stillness, mm-hmm. just becoming still. Um, I have to say that meditation has changed my life. I have taught yoga. Oh, my I guess I'm at about 24, 23, 24 years now. Um, And I love my yoga. That that was a big transition point for me as well. But also meditation, that just learning to be with myself Mm. in a quiet way without judgment and being able to just be still and be. Mm-hmm. exactly as i am and and it's it's about getting to know yourself it's about um falling in love with
0: yourself yeah it is true and i think for myself from my experiences with different modalities including some of the ones you mentioned when I have started to recognize, even though we all come back and forth, right? Like we're all like, in, I would say peeling layers of this big onion. Yeah, yeah. The deeper I get to understand myself, the more I realize there's nothing to change, right? Nothing to blame, nothing to fix, nothing to improve upon. And it is a concept for somebody like a overachiever like myself that was very radical at the beginning like even watching my vocabulary
1: (laughs) you know Uh, yes
0: we're like constantly striving (laughs) for something and what you're saying is so important because especially for those listening that have a similar personality to me to attract people like me it is revolutionary when your only job (laughs) is to be you yeah and do it on purpose yes (laughs)
1: yes Yes. and
0: fixing something or yeah
1: exactly exactly and um um you know i just interviewed someone and and that's exactly what she said you know i i had that shift from when i i realized i didn't need to fix myself yeah i need I, i i needed to love myself because there was nothing wrong with me yeah but that's not
0: the message the world teaches us, right? Because,
1: you know, no, they want no. to
0: invest in something, buy something, change something. So, yeah. constantly it's almost like conflict. But I think the conflict is great for contrast, right? And I yeah. have, a, a, I would say, used a lot of, I usually see how does it feel in my body now as more like a compass, right? Rather than externally looking at mm-hmm. things. Uh, and I think, like you said, yeah. it's such a wonderful time for that because you're going to feel all the things right at the
1: beginning especially yeah it's it's and and I and I think those you know those little things that can you know get you in touch with who you are and I mean it's you know it's interesting I I always liked big dangly earrings it's it's silly, but it's, but it's true, you know, mm-hmm. and I have some, but I wouldn't wear them because I thought they made me too obvious mm. and I stood out too much with them. Right. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear them. I wore things that, you know, were very subtle, very small, wasn't really noticeable. And then I shifted and I brought out the big hanging earrings mm-hmm. and and i would look in the mirror and go no that's too much and i'm like no you are allowed to take up space girl <laughs> you're rocking those and now i'm i'm totally comfortable in whatever earring i wear right but it's yeah. it's that small little you know that little step that yeah. wait a minute i love big dangly earrings why shouldn't i be wearing them why can't i wear them right
0: mhm i love that and i say like success is really a collection of those little moments, right? And I think mm. for what we're really looking to do in life, I think this it's very much this embodiment of our most authentic blueprint, right? Our version of ourselves. And I think all those moments, especially when you're intentional and aware of them, I think they have such a profound effect, right? Like you're, mm-hmm. you're choosing to show up and be you as opposed to just like yeah. reacting to life, <laughs> right? So I think that's, so beautiful. And
1: one of Yeah, things, exactly. Exactly.
0: One of the things I really admire, Sherry, is when somebody takes hardship and very difficult early life circumstances and they turn it into something beautiful. And I know you've done that with your empowerment series. Mm-hmm. Love the skin you're in. And I'm so pleased (laughs) to be a speaker at your event this year in 2023. So I'd love for you to tell us more about the event, like what is behind the scenes of how it came to be.
1: Give us all the juicy details. Okay. So Love the Skin You're In is an empowerment series for women. This is my second one. My first one was last year. Mm -hmm. It was a passion project of mine a way to give back and it was a way to change the conversation about their bodies, about stepping into their authentic self and also just really, you know, looking at, in, you know, with some of the speakers into the diet industry and, you know, the societal pressures that are on us. You know, not only to be super women, but also, you know, to fit into a certain body yeah. shape um, or pair of jeans, you know, um, counting our almonds and measuring our thighs, as one of the speakers <laughs> said last year, which I thought was fabulous. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we're allowed to take up space. And when I... Um, Really started to look at this and really found a love and acceptance for my own body and learned to love the skin I'm in. Is it perfect? No. Is it daily bliss? No. It's a work in progress, but it's way, way, way better than it used to be. That there's been so much progress there. And when I looked at that, I really felt that women needed to be needed some education Mm -hmm. on what's even happening in their bodies, especially in the midlife years, our hormones are shifting and changing and why are we putting on belly fat? And, you know, and, and then let's have that conversation about grief Mm -hmm. because, you know, you're letting go of that 30 year old, that 40 year old that you were that, you know, whenever I was going to head to an Island, I had a six week, plan I knew exactly how to get bikini ready and blah 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 and then that stopped working and not only that it took so much darn energy I just I just wasn't interested anymore yeah right and there was just so much more to life than that and so I wanted women to understand that you know there's there's more to life than that yes and that when you let go of that you make space for so much more in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, counting calories and and being an ongoing tab of what I'd eaten through the day and, you know, even working with clients, you know, okay, well, the calories of that were this and, you know, I could rhyme them off. And that took a lot of my brain space. Yeah. When I let that go. I was just like, wow, I have so much more room. to step into my purpose to step into the life that I want right Mm -hmm. exactly one of the blessings of midlife
0: I feel is that something shifts, and probably it is hormonally driven but it's also I would say emotionally so that it shifts something in women that they become ready and even curious to look at it differently. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas maybe mm-hmm. as a 20 year old, 30 year old, you're just like running into clock, building career, all those like external demands. Mm-hmm. But we're really listening externally, right? But I think the shift when it comes to internally giving women the tools they need now that they're ready to actually do that inner mm-hmm. park which I think is just fabulous. And <laughs> so
1: go on. Yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so this event takes place from february 9th to the 13th it's a 5 day event and it's email so you sign up for the empowerment series and starting on the 9th you get an email with link to the speakers you have 48 hours to watch then if if you decide you want the uh, video and the audio recordings you can purchase them separately for a super reasonable price so um that's i yeah that is about it but it's it's just really beautiful conversations really beautiful conversations lots to learn i mean we're even talking about we're talking about skin care we're talking about relationships not with just with our body but with others and you know so many different topics that um I just interviewed a hypnotherapist this morning, Hi. and um, you know, as it's, it's just amazing what's out there now. What is available for women, and they, you know, you don't have to feel alone. You don't have to rely on the on the diet industry, right? There are other ways to get to where you want to go. Yeah, absolutely. And for those interested
0: in restraint, I. Highly encourage you to do so early mm-hmm. so you don't miss anything. Just go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash love the skin, all one word. And I'll also put the link in the show notes to make it very easy to click uh, so that you can join awesome. this wonderful summit. And just, you know, for everybody here, like it starts early February. So this episode is gonna be released just prior to it. So it will be perfect time awesome. to, to join us. Awesome. Sherry, this was such a beautiful conversation and your message is so important and I'm very looking forward to the summit. And I really hope that as many women as possible join you to learn from you and the experts. And I'm again, so excited to be one of them sharing my, message, my work with you. Thank you so much for your time here. on the oh, thanks. Set. Thank you so much for having me. It has truly been a pleasure. Yes, Absolutely. likewise. And thank you for all the work you do. In the world and this beautiful project that you have as well serving women all over the globe <laughs> thank you thank you so much for listening to confidence from within if you enjoyed this episode take a screenshot and tag me on instagram at naturally.joyous and i will be sure to tag you back